Sala Omute, Gambella, FB system, and Fanta Sponegalapena, Umbala Painta, and Gambella, Nanti Polar Funi, Econ, the Gujon Salter, and Gobuza, who Namus Yangapi, Fagamufalapona, Edward, now Massinga, Elbutelanga, Gubula, Potone Caetano Corner, Namus Yanga Footlapon, Sisfin, now Tony Caetano, Canucola Footlapona, Umkerle, Gatuzwan, Umang Peraji. ก็อุ้มแคลเลอาสมาอุ้มเป็นตาเบนดาพนมากันนอกลาชุดนายโกซอัตตูมาชายาวยูจิงชายาวยูจิงโอ้ยาวเลยเนี่ยบุ๋ม
people talk about the most educated left foot. Left foot. I mean, but <laughs> hey, you, you, you know when people talk and they say "nswemble out," then you know what is thinking in front But the one thing I know, and which I got to know when I got to know him personally, was that he's a very reluctant football hero. You know, if he had to be in the background, uh, he would be in the background all the time. Uh, but he does not know or understand just how much people loved him and probably still do because, again, he likes to be in the background. He's a hardworking man away from football. And the, and the, and the Pirates' generation of Abo Teboho Muloi, Abo Potsoto Makanya, when you look back at the, who was there, Abo Sense of Knowledge, Abo Prilikwane, Abo Dentens Malisela, the late Nick Pazuka Sishweni. I mean, it was, it was literally star studded enough. In those days, and, and with Umangeta in that team, mesmerizing all of the supporters of the Buccaneers and their opponents, it was indeed a very wonderful treat to sit back and witness them on the field of play all at once. All at once. And like a lot of the, the stars of the generation as well, and his generation to be specific, he cut his teeth at Jomo Cosmos. I think the last time I checked, Cosmos were top of the Land Africa Championship. I must, I must check if they're still there and how long they'll be there. He'll be happy to know that they are at the top. Uh, maybe he's advising Jomo on the side. You never know. Uh, before earning a place <laughs> in what they call the pet pit of greats of the sea robbers. I mean, he's got so many fans, this guy. Uh, there isn't much that's written about him as he went about doing what he knows and loved best. Uh, and, and, and the beautiful thing is that you needed to follow his career to know and understand the package that is Eugene Zwane. Bob, good evening and welcome to the show. Uh, good evening, Rob. Uh, thank you so much for the wonderful introduction. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Did I lie about anything that I mentioned there? Because with you, I, I can always go on and on, but I just realized that I, I must actually do a show uh, with you and I must actually speak to you instead of speaking about you. Yeah, Robert, you know me very well. I'm actually surprised <laughs> by some of the things about me that you know. <laughs> Antoine, you like to be in the background, but the beautiful thing is that you, you left such a mark, though, Eugene, um, on, on, on the football field that when we do get this rare honor to chat to you, and I say it's a rare honor because you're not one for for being in the limelight. You're not one for being in the public domain. Uh, you feel that your contribution was your contribution and you allow others to move into that space. Is, is that something that you deliberately think about or is that just part of who you are, part of your nature? Yeah, I, I believe, Rob, uh, very strongly that uh, there's a time and space uh, for everything. And once that time is up, you, you have to leave. Uh, there's time for primary school, there's time for high school, there's time for university, there's time to work, um, there's time to leave work and start something else. You know, so I believe that life is designed that way, and therefore that if you, if you want to stick uh, to one thing and one thing only, you, you're stifling your own growth and progress. So I firmly believe that uh, you, would, you should allow other people to step in and move on to other things, possibly bigger and better things. But when you realized your star quality, when you realized that you were one of those players that was not an ordinary player, that people wanted a lot of Eugene Zwane, they wanted 
They wanted your time. They wanted your space. How did you feel? Was it like an awkward feeling, or did you feel like how? But you Ning Boni Lengzal and Funanik Minaman. The fortunate thing is that I had a very strict mom, uh, Rob. You know, recall that time we we, we used telecom lines, and my mom would would complain bitterly when I got home, and and and, and she had to take all these messages. Uh, people contacting me, wanting to talk to me, wanting me to get this place and that place. And she complained bitterly that she's not my secretary and that I should tell these people to stop calling, uh, at least not in such, in, in such numbers. But but it, it happens. It, it's a time and era uh, once you're in the limelight and people see you, people read about you, uh, uh, hear a lot about you. And then everybody wants to be close to you. That's just how, how, how it is. And I think uh, most uh, sporting people, particularly soccer people, in our instance, uh, will relate the same story. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I debated with myself, Eugene, in terms of how to approach my conversation with you today because there's so many different facets and aspects to you. Um, when I looked at the the, the, the Facebook messages, mm-hmm. I realized that people want to get into the football matters, and that, and that's fine, and I'll allow the people to do that, and I will give them that space. But at the same time, you listen to the show. I know you do on a regular basis. Yeah. I also like to off-ramp, and when I do off-ramp, I'm off-ramping not because I'm overlooking your legendary status on the field of play. I'm off-ramping because I think that that journey that you would have embarked on post-playing can inspire somebody else who feels and believes that if football is all over for them, then their life is over. And you've been one of those people that have shown that you could be a superstar, you could be a legend, but you could also be a very successful businessman. So allow me to just quickly touch on because we would bump into each other in, in, in the lifts and the corridors of the SABC, and you would have also been in, in, in charge at times when it came to who was placing adverts on, on the show and other shows on various radio stations. You spent a remarkable, what, 22 years and 11 months, to be specific, at yeah. the SABC, uh, yeah. working at the commercial enterprises as well. How how was that journey? And I mean, you left literally what last year? No, what, what are we in? Twenty twenty one, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a very exciting period of my life. Uh, I joined the CVC in nineteen ninety six. I was still playing then. You know, during that time we, we were part time footballers, played worked in the in the day, trained in the afternoon. Although it was around nineteen ninety six when football started. Uh, turning uh, somewhat more full-time professional, and maybe it was around that time that I that I exited or started planning planning my exit. But my stay at the CBC was phenomenal. I thought I was going to be there for a few years, learn a few things, and leave. But uh, I grew so much, learned so much, interacted with so many people. Um, um, I was loved by the people I worked with. I loved working with the people. I loved what I was doing. I was interacting with all of the celebrities and all of the radio uh, legends like yourself. So it, it, it just was a phenomenal um, working experience. And, 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 and I'm, I'm truly privileged to have been given the opportunity to spend so much time in the CBC working where I was. And, and fundamentally also because uh, what we did was very critical in the continued sustainability of the public broadcaster uh, mm-hmm. because what we did was raising funding for the for the organization so that it's able 
to fund itself. And if you, if you hear what, what, what other public broadcasters in, in other parts of the world do, they're funded by their governments, and we were the only ones that was self-sustaining and self-funding. And that was, that was very, very pleasing for us and for the time that I was there. So I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very, very much. And, and the reason why this off-ramp kicks in is in, in part, you know, maybe because SABC does find itself in, in the position that it finds itself in. But what is motivating is, is why do you think or how you even ended at the SABC, Eugene, because, you know, there we were in 1996. You all know the significance of the Africa Cup of Nations, and we were winning, we were celebrating, national team was doing well. You know, even individual clubs were doing well. Pirates had come off the 1995, um, you know, Champions League victory and so on. But here you are coming into the SABC as an account executive and then exiting the SABC as a general manager. That is big because under your wing, I mean, your, your leadership had to innovate. I mean, you had to ensure compliance with policy and legislation. You had to do maximization of revenue generation. Um, you had to exploit, I suppose, the SABC's vast traditional as well as what they call now a non-traditional advertising assets. Um, there were over, what, 3,000 trademarks. The bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is that that division that he headed by the time he left the SABC, Eugene Zwane, was generating 5.5 billion rand in revenue for the SABC. How on earth did you even end up working for the broadcaster? Well, it's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's very interesting because I'd never um, wanted to be in broadcasting or even in sales. Uh, my my plan was to be an accountant. Accountant. I wanted to work in finance and banking, uh, but unfortunately. That industry and sports didn't just talk to each other. Uh, as an accountant, you, in the first instance, not allowed to play professional sports. So I thought, that's not going to work for me. I want to be in sport. I want to participate actively in sport as a player, maybe as something else, sports play. So I dropped that, and then I moved into finance and banking, but it, 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 it just didn't work out in terms of hours required, and I had a whole lot of problems, so I eventually moved into sales and marketing. And then around that time, I, I had a network of friends uh, that consisted of uh, the late Evidence Camp, uh, Mafisa, who were very close with Evidence Camp, and then we linked up with Wilson, being cozy, and then there was Eddie Zone in the mix, and I got to learn a little bit about, about broadcasting. And then a position became available in the newspaper, and then I applied. Uh, I was fortunate enough to learn the job, and as they say, uh, the rest is history. So, so it's partly because of what couldn't work for me in the finance and accounting field, and partly because of the networks that I had around the time that we were already in, in broadcasting, and I made inquiries, and I kind of liked what I had, and I went for the, for the opportunity. I got it, and as I say, I thought I'd be there for a few years, and I ended up spending a whole almost 23 years. But you would say fulfilling, though, because you, you, you were there for, let me say, the, 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 the glorious part of the SABC. You would have experienced maybe an induction. Obviously, initially, you want to do well. You're this young kid, bright-eyed, and wanting to achieve. But when you're given the reins of responsibility, uh, Eugene, and, and then all of a sudden, like I said, you're dealing with the what uh, budgets of over 5.5 billion rand and revenue that is coming into the SABC. 
How are you feeling at that stage? Because you look at the SABC, it is thriving. People are doing well. Advertisers want to pump in money. They want to be associated uh, with all sorts of different shows across different platforms. How are you feeling at that stage when things are going well? Yeah, at the time that I got there, those amounts were quite small, Rob. Uh, it was just around the, uh, 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 the beginning of the SABC's commercialization. So the, 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 the divisions were quite new. Um, so we were giving the SBC its first taste of commercial uh, revenues. Um, and it started just a few years before before I, I joined. But the numbers were, 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 were very small. But over the years, obviously, we grew those numbers to become the staggering numbers that, that they were when I left. And I believe the numbers have gone down a little bit now because of a whole lot of different reasons. But... Uh, <clears throat> We worked very hard, but also because the SABC had the audiences, uh, which we believe somehow were undervalued by the, by the trade, but there was a lot of work that went in towards educating the trade about township audiences, rural audiences, the value of uh, marketing to those audiences. So there was a lot of work that, that, uh, that went in there. There was a team of dedicated uh, people, and as you rightly pointed out, Rob, those were the glorious days of the SABC. And we grew the revenue and the money kept coming in. We were, we were also compensated quite quite handsomely for the effort that we, that we put in. So, so it was just an enjoyable experience um, all around, and I, I loved every minute of um, I, I can write a book about a person's contract not being renewed. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I could write volumes and volumes about that. I, I was I was taken aback when I was told at the time I was searching for you, Eugene. Um, there was something I needed to pass by you, um, and uh, no, no, Eugene is no longer here. And you know, since October the first, twenty nineteen, is no longer there. I'm like, eh? How's that? How how's that even possible? <laughs> What was happening? I mean, why was your contract not renewed? Well, at the time, there was a lot of talk about SABC staff costs and new management having just started, new board having just uh, been appointed, uh, talking about reducing costs and staff costs as a, as, a, as a percentage of total income being almost 50% and that needed to come down. But there was resistance in other parts for this retrenchment process to happen. So the strategy was then uh, don't renew contracts, uh, don't fill uh, vacancies from resignations. So that's how, when our contracts expired, the decision was that we're not renewing. Uh, and it was applied across the board. It doesn't matter who you were or what you did or how important you, you felt you were to the SABC, the contract was not renewed. So we were part of that group of people that have left. And I believe it's happened now since since 2019 up until now it's happening. And in fact now uh, there are forced retrenchments as I hear. So, so that, that was primarily the reason. But Rob, um, it's not always a bad thing to be given the opportunity to look somewhere else. You know, because uh, as we know, if, if Keza Mutawung was not expelled at Orlando Pirates, then would never have been Keza Chiefs. In the amount of success that Keza has recorded over the years with his team, Keza Chiefs, would not have been possible. So, so sometimes it's okay for the contract to expire and to be shown the door so that you can then open your eyes and look for other opportunities, which is 
which is what I've, I've done and I'm still trying to do, uh, opening up new opportunities for myself and, and my family. Uh, and, and I think that's where, that's where the focus is now. So it's not always a, a bad thing. Uh, and I don't, I don't regret that that happened. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's opened up, opened up a whole lot of new opportunities for me. Is EM Exclusive Furniture Company still in existence, and how is that business doing? EM Exclusive Furniture Company it was the first company that I started uh, after leaving the ACDC with, with my wife and other partners. Unfortunately, because of <clears throat> what happens as a consequence of the lockdown, we haven't mm-hmm. done very well. And prospects are gloomy at this, at this stage in time because of where we are as a country, in fact, as, as, as the uh, global community. But we remain confident that when things go back to normal, uh, we will start trading again and that we will, will make success of that business. Uh, but the good thing is that the business was started and the business is in existence. And we may not be trading at levels that we would want to at this point in time because of what's happening to many businesses, especially small businesses uh, in our country and other parts of the world. But but we believe that, that we'll, we'll turn around, we'll turn the corner when things uh, get better, uh, when coronavirus uh, is no longer that much of a threat to, to humanity as, as it is now. If I had to say to you, and I know you were laughing while you were holding, and, uh, and, and I spoke about Jomo Cosmos and what a great start they've had to the season in the Atlanta Africa Championship, um, it, it, it's, it's that team, again, Eugene, that a lot of glory would have been found while you were playing for them. And I was, I was taken aback because I know about how, how great Jomo Cosmos can be. And when I saw them topping the table, yes, Cape Town All-Stars, who managed to beat Bulugwane 2-0, have moved to the top by virtue of goal difference, but they still joined top there with 11 points. When you see a Cosmos topping a table like that, and you having played with them at their greatest, what does that do to you as Eugene Zwan, as a former player that's been there, but also knowing the potential, number one, of the club, and number two, of the man that the club is named after? Yeah, so sometime uh, last year, just after the the hard lockdown was lifted, I I went to to visit Jomo at his training ground, and at that time they were battling relegation. In fact, prospects uh, of Cosmos getting relegated were very big at that point. I think they they were second bottom, and uh, it was a tough battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jomo remained very confident. And he said, no, they'll survive relegation. And once they survive relegation, then the focus is going to be on, on winning the league. And he showed me a, a couple of youngsters. And as I was watching the team train, I knew I knew immediately that with the talent that he was able to assemble last, last year, uh, the team is going to go, go places if he's able to hold on to the players. And I'm not surprised that they're doing as well as they are. This is uh, because, you know, he can build teams from, from zero. Uh, to to great stars, uh, that's his gift. He's done it so many times with so many groups of players, and I'm confident that he's going to do it again. I'm just hoping that when he gets promotion this time round, he's able to hold on to the players and he's able to make a success of the team, and they can stay longer in the PSL. It's very sad, Rob, for a man of the stage of Jomosono with the contribution that is made to South African football that he languishes at the bottom of, of the Cade Africa Championship and, and, and survives relegation. 
the way that it did last season. Uh, it, it's very, very sad. But I'm hoping mm-hmm. that they've turned the corner now and that uh, the future is looking bright. Because you don't want them to be an extinct team that just disappears the way... Um, I think you, when you scored your first goal, if you remember, and you cast your mind back to 1990, your, your first professional goal that you managed to score was against Hellenic. You guys drew two all in that match. And obviously Hellenic is not a, a team that we talk about now in professional yeah. level or even in the lower division as well. You wouldn't want the same to happen to Cosmos. Yeah. I hope in that visit that you made to Ujom, who I'm sure is listening right now, you told him, find a coach now who's going to coach these guys in the professional ranks? <laughs> no, we didn't have that discussion, Rob. I don't think that's my space to, to advise Jomon what to do uh, with his team. Um, I think he, he believes in his own ability. He's a very confident, uh, confident person. Um, but I, I just think that he's, he's got too many commitments. He's busy. But he loves football. I don't think uh, there's anything that Jamal loves better than football. So he wants to be there. He wants to do it himself. But I do know that he's got uh, Topsy there, who he used to play with uh, at Cosmos those years ago, who's helping him now. So in his absence, Topsy will then uh, hold on, hold, uh, hold the reins and and, 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 and and train the team. So I'm, I'm hoping that with, with, with the team, technical team, that is assembling around him and with him being at the top, um, they'll, they'll, they'll do well this season. All right. I, I did make mention of uh, some of the messages that came through on social media. Um, I'm, I'm going to acknowledge a few of them. Joas Chauke was saying, I still remember him very well during his playing days at Jomo Cosmos. His crosses inside the box benefited Phil Masinga, as well as the late Chipper Masinga, uh, achieving recognition abroad because of the likes of Eugene Zwane, Mabena, Munachotla, uh, Edward Mutale, Lawrence Yangapi, as well as Ukris Mwakapuka. Uh, and there was Debojo as well. Debojo Mashia was saying, Nyaga Nyaga, uh, from Cosmos to Pirates, football was football, no matter which teams were playing. And Masila Malepa says, I can't wait for Mutanda Majens to call in. And I hear Eugene used to know and attend each and every funeral. Caucus. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? While you're talking about my gents, actually, let me not even waste any time, though, because, you know, my gents, every Friday, no matter where he is, around the country, around the world, he will find the frequency to listen to the show and he will contribute. How much more better if my guest is Eugene Zwane and the other person paying tribute is my gents Mutale? Robbie, Happy New Year and your guest, Lapo. Uh, Lily, all your listeners, I'm saying happy. Yeah, hey, Eugene Zwane, what a wonderful player, left, good left footer. Yeah, and then, yeah, he was just down to earth. There uh, is some boring, why can be say this about anything? Whatever he was doing, he was doing 100%. Basically, bench, Begasala hundred percent, Mazala hundred percent. What is it? Looks to Lela hundred percent. Yeah, that was Eugene. Yeah, but uh, I met him, Gukos boss. And then uh, when I was converted to left back, he was playing left wing. So we made a good combination. And then, yeah, hey, some shy old feeling. I'm across. Yeah, some shy, some shy until. 
aya elite samkhathaza ngama cross athile aya elite yeah and then uh, then Eugene left uh, then he went to pirate then I've, uh, i joined him go pirate still signs are the same combination yeah and ngaba mnandi yeah but into what i know go cosmos Eugene by right hand lendo da bethanda unqwaba umqwabo bekinto yakhe i think he had a phobia yokunqwaba most especially ngumqwabo wasedube uyujini you listen to radio friday just for go laba bashonile edube and then you make it a point guti he attends all those funerals every time masimlanda ngoba bese ngakhepi Every time I land and know Brando Oza, Eugene Uzoza, I talk a punch. Massibuza, why Pajat no Bemwabin? Yeah, that's how we join. And even Namaj is still doing the same. We are now a language. I have fallen next to the two. There is a tie hat here to be. And I ran on Dava, whether we have other bars, you still go and bury them. You understand? Yeah, he's a he's a true duwe guy. You understand? But uh, yeah, he did his bit and I'm proud of him. And then in twenty ten he never looked a polak pale, a bega peg in a scale. And then that's how he had this nice post to go 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 SAPC. Yeah, unfortunately Nayogu retrenchment list. But uh, yeah, that's not a trace match. Uh, he, he's got uh, more qualification. He look for a greener pasture somewhere, and I wish him all the best in everything. Wow, what a friend to have, eh, Eugene? Your quick response before I go for a break. I, I need to clarify this funeral thing, Rob, because yeah. it's not it's not entirely true. So growing up, I used to I used to recite poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember in the, in the late 90s, uh, in late 80s, early 90s, uh, there was a lot of these uh, uh, political uh, killings and funerals and so on. So sometimes I would, I would be asked to, to come and render an item at a, at a, at a funeral right, uh, of an activist that they passed on in the, in the, in the area. So that's the reason why. Once now and again, I used to go to the funeral, but it's not because I I used to listen to the radio on Fridays for one. That is not entirely entirely uh, 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 accurate. So so that's the reason, and it was not every funeral; it was uh, mainly a funeral of, of activists in the area. Oh, I see. Okay, there's clarification uh, <laughs> regarding that. Olisi Tusi says that very humble legend indeed, but on the field he was a destroyer. I'd always admire him. Can you please? Um, oh, hey, he, he asks about something that, yeah, okay. I see um, let's, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. There's also another tribute from Utebza uh, that will play out as well for <laughs> Eugene's one. Mangete, huge. The left-footed player, our South African John Barnes. When he joined Pirates, we knew that uh, our left-sided Manji, uh, it is balanced, Robbie. Uh, the only thing that I can say, Robbie, is that uh, Eugene loved education. Uh, education robbed us 
the best of that man. You know, uh, he's my neighbor. We stay in the same neighborhood. And to show that, you know, he has achieved so much through education, he sometimes uh, invites us as his teammates to go to his house. He's got a beautiful house. You can see that uh, he knew what he wanted. He knew what uh, he expected after football. Uh, he invites us as his teammates to go watch games with him, especially if uh, Bafana Bafana is playing. But Robert, I enjoyed playing with Eugene. The only player that even Pozzotto would say uh, he comes close to me uh, with his left foot because of Eugene had an educated left foot. And uh, Eugene, uh, I'm happy, brah, that I managed to come back from uh, Turkey and joined you guys. And we managed to win the league with Orlando Pirates. And that is the highlight that I will always cherish, my brah. Uh, that uh, you are part of uh, the team and uh, I did have a little bit of a struggle to click with you guys uh, that came to Pirates from Cosmos but you Eugene made it possible and made it easy for me to understand all of you that came from Cosmos to Pirates and you made my stay very wonderful in a team that I grew, play, grew up playing for uh, even today, you know, you at any given time and moment, uh, like you always call me, Eta Tebza me bra, Egesjo bra me bra. That is why maybe we live in the same neighborhood. And uh, our friendship, huge will forever be there. Good luck in everything that you do, me bra. And uh, I'll always cherish those moments, me bra, with that left foot. Mangete, huge and huge. Thank you, Robbie. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Thank you so much, Tebza uh, Tebokhomoloi, there, just uh, giving us a wonderful tribute there to uh, Eugene Zwane. He talks again about the issue around education. And I can tell you, and, and that's why I said that with Eugene, it's difficult because you've got to motivate people both on the field and also off the field when it comes to how well he's done education-wise that has led to him being such a brilliant entrepreneur. Uh, is that w when he went to Wits University to embark on a Bachelor of Commerce degree, he didn't complete that, but then it didn't stop him because he then went to UNISA and he completed that degree of Bachelor of Commerce. And... He wanted to be part of business. He, he went into business training. You know, University of Stellenbosch Business School, uh, a certificate there in the executive development program. He managed to get that. A couple of other courses that he embarked on as well, account management, project management, business writing skills, communication skills, customer handling techniques, RAB sales and service, uh, USA, negotiation skills, uh, business etiquette, sales management, the leader as a coach, Ed Gibbs, he was there. Then he had all of these positions within the SABC that we spoke about, but then he continues as well within community service. Um, people talk about him going to funerals and church. He was part of the building fund committee of the Dubai Catholic Church in Soweto, manager of the Orlando Pirates Legends team, trustee of the South African Roadies Association, a board member of the Patrick Asen Swelango Foundation, past deputy secretary of the South African Football Players Union, past board member of the Radio Advertising Bureau, past chairperson of the South African Football Legends Association, and I'm not even a fraction in terms of completing what this man is all about. And that is why I said, if there's something one can achieve out of our conversation today is to motivate somebody. 
whether you're in football or not in football, or if you're in football and you think that what's going to happen after football, let this man be a shining example that it is possible. Maybe your reaction, Eugene, to what Debs had to say. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I had a, a great deal of admiration for Debs uh, when he joined the London Pirates. Uh, I was like, hey, this guy's dad used to play for Pirates. Now he's stepping right into his father's shoes and he's talented. And he's good looking, everybody is screaming tapes at him. So when I joined Paris, it, it was kinda easy, you know, to gravitate towards him and that's where the friendship uh, started and as he rightly points out, we live close to each other, we see each other often uh, in the area we visit each other, uh, although in the last couple of months uh, due to these restrictions, we haven't actually made contact. We played together in the Legends team. So he's a very good friend, very dear friend. Uh, I We WhatsApp each other. It has become very religious lately, Rob, I might add. Is it because of Lesotho, Eugene? How is that even possible? <laughs> no, this is before Lesotho. Are you serious? In the scriptures, yeah, so and I draw a lot of inspiration from that because before he sends the scripture, you know, he's got a meaning to the scripture and what it means and it's, it's underlined certain things there or made them bold to, to get the, the, the message across. And I draw a lot of inspiration for that. But, but that's what friendship is about, you know, Rob, it's about building yeah. each other. Uh, and, you know, our soccer players are not known for those types of friendships uh, about building each other, making sure that we progress, we grow, we succeed. It's uh, all time right now. But I value this, this friendship with Dave's uh, uh, a lot. All right. And, and, uh, so and I want to say thank you for, for the kind words that you said. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, in, in trying to value the show is, is always to pay tribute to people while they're still alive. And, and Eugene's one is, is definitely one of those. Sandra... Uh, Kirosh on Twitter says that uh, Mr. Zwan, a great footballer uh, and also advertising man, learnt a lot from him off the field. Sandra, thank you so much for that. Uh, Zola Dodda um, had sent a, a Facebook message uh, saying, what a great player. I remember the header that he scored for Cosmos against uh, Sundowns back in 1991 uh, from Sizum Dawung's uh, cross. In, in all of the 40 seconds that we do have left, um, what, what is that one message you would want to... Because you're the first legend for 2021. What is that one message you want to resonate through to all South Africans worldwide that are listening to the show right now, Eugene, as we face whatever times or tribulations or moments that lie yeah. ahead in this brand new year? Uh, I think the most obvious drop is, is that we live in very difficult times now. Uh, and I think God is... It's just showing us who's boss. You know, I think for the for the longest time, we've thought we've got it all figured out. We thought we, we were in charge of this world. And God is just showing us, showing us that He is actually in charge. Um, and we should listen to His instructions and instructions are laid out, are laid out in the Bible. So, 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 so all I would like to advise fellow South Africans and, and, and people around the world is that let's, let's do the basics, try it, let's do what the medical and health people are advising us to do that we should put on our masks at all times, try to stay safe, keep keep each other safe, let us wash our hands regularly, let us sanitize regularly, 
and let us not be too close to each other and let us avoid uh, large gatherings. If we stick to that, we will see a dramatic decline of, of the infections that we're seeing currently. And I think it's, it's sad and disappointing that some of our compatriots are not are adhering to this uh, uh, to these protocols, Rob, and that is why sure. we're experiencing the large amount of infections and deaths that, death that we are. And, and I think it's in our hands to turn it around and, 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 and save our lives. Absolutely. I couldn't disagree with that. Um, I'll end it with Simon Mpilo's tweet uh, because it almost um, describes who you are. It, he says, I had the pleasure of meeting Eugene Zwane when he was buying a car from me at, uh, at VW Constantia. He, he never made me feel that, hey, I am Eugene Zwane. He says, what a humble human being. Thank you for bringing this legend. I think humility, Eugene, is, is what you're all about. Uh, uh, humility is what you've always been about. And being a superstar is not what has been in the forefront of your life or your mind. And I want to thank you both professionally as well as from a friendship perspective for being the person that you are. You are, you are consistent, and I think that is why people get so excited when we mention your name and we put it out there on social media, and people have got so many different stories to tell about you. But the one thing that is there is that you're consistent. And I wish you, your family, everything of the best. Also, stay safe in these very trying times. Thank you, Rob. Thank you very much. I appreciate those words. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's our legend, ladies and gentlemen, Mangeta, uh, Eugene Zwane, uh, joining us for the very first edition of our Legends feature for 2021, uh, which ushers in a man that I think I last spoke to, of course, it was last year, but also last year was a long time ago because we only eight days into the brand new year. Sydney Baloy. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, it's been a long, uh, quite a while since we last had a chat, uh, Rob. Absolutely. And I told myself I wasn't going to let this moment, you know, go past without me saying, you know, happy 2021 to you. I know each time people say this these days, you know, they say it with a heavy heart, but we still have to, you know, gather the courage and wish each other a wonderful year. No, absolutely. And I would say the same to you, um, to you, your family. Um, difficult times, yes. Yeah. Uh, but let's, let's cherish that, uh, Sydney, and um, be mindful of just how blessed we are, you and I, to be having a conversation like this because I know of so many families, and that's how close this, this virus and pandemic has become, is that you know somebody absolutely. very close who's been affected and who no longer is alive. Uh, that you and I can yep. be able to have this conversation. I really and truly am grateful for this moment. I must say it was quite refreshing, uh, Rob, listening to you, talking to Eugene there. And um, I just enjoyed, you know, the balance that you had on the show with sure. him. You know, that whole, um, you know, core professional football time of his life and the way you balanced it with, uh, you know, the conventional, you know, professional life that uh, most of his fans maybe didn't even know about. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's why I said even at the top is that I, I really debated with myself that should we go hardcore football? And I said, no, you know, th this man dedicated, and, and I'm glad Debojo mentioned it in his tribute to Eugene, yeah. uh, that a lot of what Eugene stood for had to do with education. Mm -hmm. uh, footballers mm -hmm. always think it's about football. But look at this man. He thrived. He headed up 
very big positions within the you know the SABC right here where we yep. are. Yep. And gained such success that never ever give up. You never know where your strong points are. They might just go beyond yep. uh, the football field. This was this was so different uh, as an addition of your yeah. your legends uh, show and 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 I remember you saying right at the beginning that you were hoping that somebody out there, by listening to this show specifically, yeah. uh, they can get a shot in the arm. And I'm sure that did happen. Absolutely. But another great thing that happened, it's, um, you know, it's interesting how each time I hear something great in the football world, your name comes first in my mind. The Pesitao uh, <laughs> story is just, uh, you know, something of... You know, it's such a breath of fresh air in the middle of COVID. Beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful story. And, and I'm happy for him because I know three years ago, that's what he wanted. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and he had to, again, I use this word because I like it. He off-ramped. He couldn't go to Brighton and Hove immediately. He had to go and serve so yeah. that those who have signed him can see yeah. that he is actually worth the signature. Yeah. And what and a moment for him. And the timing is so great, Rob. I mean, uh, if there's any doubt in the minds of uh, uh, the Albion guys, this coming weekend, I think they've got an FA uh, Cup fixture with uh, a team that's um, a little down in the lower divisions. Yes. So they can just throw caution to the wind and fill the guy and see what he's all about. I would do that. Ahead of the City as well. Because yeah. after that, they play City, then they play Leeds. So... I, I would fully, fully agree with that. I mean, with, with joy comes pain, Sydney, and, and I, I I couldn't squeeze this in. And maybe two seconds, I, I want to extend my condolences to the Tidiela family on their loss of Umama Wasekai. That's very thoughtful. Huh? That's very thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, my condolences. It's, uh, it's something that, you know, you know, hit me personally, you know, like a kick, you know, to the stomach. <laughs> Because uh, it's someone I I know personally. It's a family I know personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, only six months ago, we actually buried uh, her sister, who you also know, uh, Candy Mukondeleri Muloi. Yes. Yes. And she actually was the one that was um, running from you know every direction to the next to make sure that. Uh, the standoff was as graceful as it eventually was. Uh, it's a it's a family that uh, has done quite a lot for the province of uh, Limpopo, uh, especially from broadcasting. Her father actually was mm-hmm. the first ever voice on on the radio to speak in Chivenda. Uh, her father was a broadcaster, and and that in itself incredible. ended up, you know putting that entire family in the spotlight and I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that you have been as thoughtful as you just uh, were, you know, in sending your condolences. Uh, Mr. David Tidiel is one person that I, I have very, very strong respect for as a human being um, and the family at large. You know, people might think, hey, but you give him a hard time on radio. I always say, the minute you learn to separate what I do professionally and what happens privately, then you would understand and have a greater appreciation of the job that we have to do. Yes, I might give him a hard time, but David Tidiel, all the way yep. from Toyando, for example, back in 2016, yep. 
was the first person to arrive in Durban for my dad's funeral. It's not something you can ever forget. Uh, never. Never. Yeah. So a, a gentleman, even before that, I'm, I'm just saying that interpersonal relationship with him as a human being, as a father figure, I have always had respect for him because even as a chief gate controller within football yeah. Yeah. circles. Yeah. He was somebody that I always respected. And Nukamba Wamama, I really, really send my condolences to the family. Absolutely. Well said. Rob, as always, uh, it looks like you and I can have a second show each Friday if we, <laughs> if we chose to. So <laughs> let, me, let, let, me, let me let you and the listeners enjoy the first Friday edition of 2021. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Good, good one, man. Great hearing your voice. All the yep. best to you, the family, and the Radio 2000 family at large. Rob, thank you very much. And what a great show you yourself had. And we'll be waiting for your next installment of uh, your usual you know, great offering in the air. Thank you so much, Baba. Stay strong. Fantastic. That was Robert Marawa uh, after his... Um, uh, one and a half hour of uh, giving us the MSW, the famous MSW, the one and only. And what a legend he had uh, tonight in Eugene Zwane. Time now, it's 19 minutes to 8 o'clock.